tribe what is up ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show and uh, welcome to yet another episode of unmuted thank you guys for tuning in um if you are new here my name is adnan and on the show we talk about motivation inspiration and all things creative with a bunch of interesting people from around the world and um and i just want to i just want to take a second because this this uh specific episode is, is very special look at look at the comments section um i if you are new here uh, we call this little space this little conversation these group of people that hang out the tribe and um if you take a look at the comments section if you're tuning in live look at the tribe come out to party these are the guys that um that uh, that are always around we have amazing conversations we uh we do a whole bunch of stuff together uh, on and off uh the air on and off after before and after this episode so uh if you're if you're if you want to join like-minded people hit that follow button uh we we do a bunch of this stuff um sorry yeah that's a side tangent it's just that the, <laughs> the comments were were absolutely amazing um <clears throat> but uh, but if you are tuning in live and you're new here and you don't know what's going on uh uh, th- this is a conversation with like-minded people and that includes you so if you are tuning in live make sure you jump into the comments any questions or comments you have uh where we're going to be responding to it live we're going to be uh, at taking all the questions uh, that that you come um before we jump into things uh, i want to i want to thank my patrons those names up there these are the guys that are supporting the show making the show happen uh, they're they're going above and beyond uh, for or make you know the survival of this show uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be possible without their support. Um, and I want to name drop a few of them: uh, Khalid, Dana, Jamal, Ahmed, Liz, and Tammy. Uh, you guys are are insane, uh, and I love each and every single one. All these names up here um, uh, are making it possible. And if you're interested in supporting the show and want to see this thing um, keep going, there's a link in the description where you can support. There's a bunch of different options and different ways you can support it. And um, if that's not your thing. Then you can, uh, you know, just give it a like, give it a share, uh, tell people about it. The more we grow, the better uh, the show becomes. The 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 bigger we can get, and uh, and get stuff like this, which is uh, the first time for the show, and um, uh, hopefully, hopefully more more to come. But uh, yeah, uh, this episode is also brought to you by CTG Productions. Uh, so for any AV film or audio production, um, head to CTG. Uh, these are the guys. That are the one-stop shop for for all your AV film and audio stuff. Uh, CTGProductions.net is where to go. Um, they're supporting the show, so thank you for, uh, to that. Thank you uh, to CTG Productions. Um, <clears throat> we also have a Discord server. For those of you that don't know what a Discord server is, uh, we basically have a little community, at different uh, groups, chat groups, and uh, chat rooms. I'm still new to it. Ahmed <laughs> Munir, if you're in the house, uh, don't make fun of me in the comments. But um, I'm trying to... There, That's where the community kind of hangs out before and after uh, the show. We also have a, a little radio station there where uh, people get a DJ badge and they can DJ for the night. Um, it's just super cool. And on that Discord, uh, we, we just held our first uh, trivia competition. Trivia quiz? Quiz. Not a competition. But... Um, and the winner... Uh, gets gets to be called and crowned the best of the best, which was Dana. So shout out to Dana for um, for being the best of the best at the trivia quiz. Um, <clears throat> if if you want to join the tribe before and after the show and uh, and uh, get to do stuff like that, DJ take part in trivia quizzes and stuff. Uh, put it in the comments 
just let us know you you want to be uh, uh, part of the part of the uh, Discord tribe, and um, and someone from the tribe will will send you an invite. Uh, we can we can figure that out real quick. But anyway, enough blabbing. I've been trying to buy time because my guest uh, is a medical professional, and I caught her in like the last second of uh, of her coming home before having to go live. So I'm just just trying to trying, trying to buy some time. But um, uh, her name is Loanne, and uh, she's the bassist of of a metal band here. She's also she also does the backing vocals. Um, sh- she is a medical professional, and uh, in this crazy time, I want to kind of pick her brain at. What the hell would that feel like uh, uh, during during a pandemic? Um, there aren't too many uh, metal. Uh, there aren't too many women in metal uh, in general, let alone based in the in the Middle East. So I'm very curious about how that uh, if there's a difference for for her being a, a, a woman in metal. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Let's hit the intro and uh, and get her in here. Loanne, welcome to the show. Wait, I can hear you. <laughs> I can hear you now. How's it going? <laughs> Actually, I was just, I'm sorry, I was a little bit late because I just reached home. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's fine. Can you tilt the camera up a bit? It's kind of oh, yeah, cutting sure. the top of your head. There we go. How's it going? Um, actually, I, w- I came from the night shift yesterday. So means from the mor- uh, this morning, I slept. And then my my boyfriend just picked me from the hotel we are sleeping, like we were staying in, and then dropped me home here. <laughs> we have a quick lunch. I mean, we have a quick dinner also, so... <laughs> Before yeah, I can I, I'm 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 really I was rattled. I was oh my god, it's gonna be nine o'clock already. I'm I'm already late and I have um, to I have to prepare and do makeup and stuff. I'm I'm sorry for putting you on the spot yeah, like sure, that. Sure, sure, no problem. Um so I always tell the guests uh I kinda gave you a little intro before the intro. Um but in your own words, uh introduce yourself to the tribe. Oh yeah. Um uh, my name is Loan and I am the bassist and backing vocals for Fail Kwang. I'm also working as a nurse in Dubai Health Authority and right now um, I'm working, I was, I am assigned in the COVID ward in Dubai World Trade Center. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, well, how my, that's how it is. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, before we jump into things, I want to I want to just shout out uh, everyone in the uh, in the comments there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Al Tamimi, Chris, Judy, Rudy, um, Ahmed Munir, the entire tribe. Everyone's coming out. Um, these are the guys that uh, are, are we call the notification squad. Um, Khan is in the house. What is up, Khan? Um, uh, Wowix, Wuxwu. I'm not sure how to say your name. Let me know how to. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of my. Uh, Filipino friends. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Really, actually, um, I couldn't see the 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 chat thing on my screen. I can only see my you and the screen, so I can't find out the. Uh, you'd have to open it on another device if you have another device uh, oh, to open okay. the chat in. You can open it there. Um, oh, all right, all right. 
Anyway, uh, Chris is in the house. Uh, who else? Dana. Dana is the one who won the uh, the trivia quiz that we just did. Uh, Alan's in the house. Good evening, Alan. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Hi, Alan. Ahmed Munir. Yeah, Ahmed Ahmed Munir is uh, sending the Discord link for all of you guys that uh, that want to join the the tribe. Uh, Gigi's in the house. What's up? Uh, thank you for the amazing work you do, uh, Lo- uh, Loan from uh, from Dana. <laughs> uh, Joey's in the house. Thank you for tuning in. Ala's in the house. Thank you for tuning in. So, I want to start things off with you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, do you say Loan or Loane? Actually, la, um, Loan is not my real name, but. It is my name in another translation, like in in another language. My real name mm-hmm. is Joanne, and then when um, I'm a also aside from metal, I am a bitch. I'm a total bitch um, lover. So okay. once upon a time, I dreamt of living in Hawaii, <laughs> and when you translate Joanne into Hawaiian, it will become Loen. Oh, cool! So that's how it came. Then from then on, I just use Loan as my name in social media. That's a pretty cool uh, translation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always, I'm always curious about people that have uh, nicknames because um, I've said this on the on the uh, podcast a million times. But I have one of the worst uh, nicknames <laughs> in in the history <laughs> of of even social media handles because I used to be a Corn fan. Um, I was a big fan of oh, the band yeah, Corn, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Head was my favorite guy. So I I, I had the nickname Head growing up. Um, from from like friends in uh, in high school and stuff, and my name's Adnan, so I just added the Nan after the ah. head, and that's where the okay, head name came good. from. That's why it became <laughs> then until it became Adnan. Yeah, so no, it, it is Adnan, but then oh. uh, the head Nan is the nickname. Uh, see, I told you it's oh, it's right, stupid. Right. It doesn't make any sense. This is why <laughs> this is why yours is cooler than mine. No, no. Um, you're you're a nurse in the COVID yeah. unit. At the yep. Dubai Hospital, uh, Dubai yeah. World Trade Center. Dubai World Trade Center, yeah. So, it, um, how how has that it? been? Like, actually, in the beginning, um, when the um, coronavirus started like coming up, popping out in the whole world, we were. I was a little bit afraid of it. Like, and I thought that I thought that if it comes to the UAE, I'm pretty sure that we have. We will be in, like we we have to work, and we don't have any choice. So by the time by the by the time that the coronavirus came, alright, um, I'm just started coming out. I already prepared myself, but of course I was afraid. I was really afraid. Even I was in my even in from the people that that really knew me. I always tell them, oh, I'm, 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 I have this anxiety. I'm, ha- I have this anxieties and. Sometimes when I go home, I try I cry a lot, thinking on how it's gonna be for us in the medical profession, in the in the medical field. I can and imagine. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. And then until one day, our actually the the, the this um, hospital in the Dubai World Trade Center it's temp- it's temporary, it's not permanent. I was really working in another uh, primary health center. And that center became a screening center mm-hmm. for coronavirus. So when when it became like just uh, when their boss just tells you that you have to do this, like it just became automatically like 
sunk in in your mind that okay, all right, this is this is it. This is the day that I've been that I've been afraid of. But I have to look. I have to be strong. I have to be. Um, otherwise, if I'm not strong enough, then it will eat me. Like you know, it will. My anxieties will eat me, and I'm not gonna be working on the on the profession that I, that I, that I should be. So, so I tried uh, to manage my anxieties. Yeah. I tried to put more on positive positive thoughts that maybe this is just um, a way to be an instrument like I that I can be an instrument to help other people. So that's how I feed my my thoughts on that on myself on that. So until when we started this uh, screening centers, it became already this reality that this is it. We're wearing the full PPEs already. It became in the beginning we were afraid. All of us in our in our in our Even my colleagues were afraid. Even my in charges were also a little bit scared. But she was just putting on some positive thoughts that it's all right, girls. We'll um, we are not. We will be here. Fight. We'll be fighting together as one. So that's how it is. Until it just became like you know a daily routine. It became a habit that we didn't became afraid that that anxiety became into something which is positive. In it that became way, it became it, your drive. That's uh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. Um. Just just Then before we yeah. wait, just just before we continue. Sorry to cut you off. I, I'm okay. just seeing a lot of love. Um. In in the comments, I uh, thank you for <laughs> all you do. Uh. You're a badass from Gigi. Uh. Wajiha says more power and love to you. Uh, Mehdi says so much love and respect for you. Um. Always. Uh. Uh. Where is that? No, that's Tamimi responding. Someone else. Luan. Um. Who are the women that inspire you, and why? From Dana, Dana will answer that question uh, just after just after uh, uh, this first segment. Um, uh, beautiful uh, from uh, Suhul. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and um, see, there's a there's a lot of love uh, for for medical professionals in uh, yeah, in, yeah, not only in the comments but in in, in recent time. And I want to ask you, um, just going back, uh, going yeah, back yeah. to the very beginning. From um, the convert, yeah, yeah. So after that, um, when we started the screening center, after a month, I was called in to to be part of the of the field hospital in Dubai Trade Center, in Dubai World Trade Center. Yeah. And then, actually, I was, ironically, I was excited about it. <laughs> I thought that I wanted to be part. I'm I wanted to be part of that project. And I'm happy that I was I was chosen to be one of the nurses who would work in the COVID um, in the COVID ward. I thought that um, it's gonna be a great pleasure for me to work and you know be part of the history. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like someday when you grow old, you can tell to your children and to your grandchildren that I was part of that. I was there. We were written in the history books. <laughs> so let's take it back to, to yeah. before all of this stuff uh, happened. Yeah. Um, what made you get into into the the nursing field and the medical field in the beginning? Uh, how did it start for you? Oh, actually, it was because of my parents, um, you know, advice for me. They wanted me to work. Um, in the medical field, so that I, I actually I I was be- but before in that I was really wanted 
trying to work as a in the arts industry because my first love was into was into comics and then I just thought that maybe I just obey my I need to obey my parents because they know the best what they they know which is the best thing for me so that's it I was just maybe a little bit obedient with my parents <laughs> that's why I became a medical profession but at the time when I was trying when I was doing the practice I started loving it so I thought that um, maybe I, I became a nurse for a reason so that's it well it takes it takes a lot of um, selflessness uh, for, for someone even even if it wasn't your like uh, path yeah, yeah. of choice from the beginning um, yeah, for the, the, the idea that you still do it and um, that, that you kept going uh just to me to my ears always uh, people in, in any kind of industry where it's uh, a service to others uh, with a, a element of risk to yourself there's a lot of selflessness that you need to, to be you need to be really willing to put yourself on the line uh, and care for other people in, in a sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when did you move uh, when did you move to the UAE I moved here in 2012 and then um, I worked in various medical medical um, um, departments. I was first in Astor Medical Center, then in the hospital in Sharjah, then now here in Dubai Health Authority. So, so it's always been the, in the nursing field, always been yeah. there. I never went to another field. What's the um, what's the craziest thing you've seen since uh, since this uh, pandemic started rolling out? Wh- and when did you guys when did you guys start hearing about it? Like, was it uh, early March or late Feb when you were starting to prepare about it, or was it earlier than that? I first, as I can remember, I first heard it in January two thousand twenty, mm-hmm. because as I know, it really started in December. In December last year, right? From the yeah. from good news, it from in China in Wuhan, it started in December 2019, and then I heard it in January 2020. But it became like a, a pandemic around um, um, end of March. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, end of February and to the first week of March. Yeah, I remember because. Um... We had a show. I don't know if um, if you knew this, but uh, we Svengali, my band, was supposed to play a show with Lacuna. Yeah, Coil. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, March thirteenth, and the <laughs> week before uh, was, or, or maybe ten days before, uh, we found out that um, mm, uh, Lacuna Coil yeah, can't fly. Yeah, canceled. Yeah, I'm so sorry about. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, no, it was cool, but really I, ex- people were really expecting. A lot of people were excited about that. But yeah, it was. But at the time, I didn't. I didn't think it was that that um, scared. Like at the time, I thought it was a travel ban from Italy because oh, okay. it, Italy was okay, like okay. Uh, dangerous. But I didn't think like yeah, yeah, you know the yeah. whole world would start a, a lockdown and quarantine and stuff. <laughs> and um, I, yeah, I was completely oblivious. I was like, why can't we play another show, for example? Like, why can't we put on a show and get all our friends? But um, but yeah, now looking back, it feels like a, a completely mm-hmm. different world. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's I just realized that when you told me maybe from the medical field, that like being me in the medical field, um, we know the dangers of those kind of respiratory illnesses, which is especially 
they said that there's no cure for it so <laughs> um maybe that's why we were from the beginning we were for, we were really afraid of that but thank god everyone's safe like all of the people that i that are close to me or my family in the philippines they're all safe and all of my friends are safe like you are are a good right and your family so yeah we um Still, there are been... certain things we have to think about yeah absolutely we've um uh, obviously we, we we know a bunch of people uh, uh that uh, you know got infected or um mm-hmm. or, or got sick during the pandemic but um uh, as of as of right now we uh, everyone everyone i know has been uh, very safe everyone's been quarantining mm-hmm. and making yeah, sure yeah, they yeah. Uh, social distancing and and you know keeping all the right precautions wearing the masks everything so um so in my circles i think uh we're we're very lucky that that everyone we know has been very yeah. very safe mhm so i think that's just and also i think this uh, pandemic has become uh, a lesson from for everybody that not only from being um clean and all but you know to be away from your loved ones it gives you this uh thought that you just not don't take people for granted right like you always see people like some uh don't gonna be knowing the future at all so just live your life with the fullest every day be good to other people to every day some things like that stuff like that yeah and i i know it sounds it kind of sounds uh cliche to some degree you know you always hear people like live life to the fullest make sure you enjoy every minute but when this thing happened those things became so real and so apparent like damn you know especially with like travel and and seeing people your friends it's it just became like damn i wish i saw this person a little more because now i physically can't i might not be able to for the rest of the year so even though it's like a negative uh it has this coronavirus has put us on a negative effect still there is a positive on it still there will be positive things to come out so like all those things that we said earlier well you you seeing the silver lining uh in a, in a situation like this and you being mm-hmm. a, a medical professional i'm gonna ask everyone in the tribe everyone in the comments right now throw up a, a fire emojis and heart emojis flood <laughs> flood the chat with love and fire for the badasses that are uh, on the front lines the badasses that are medical professionals and nurses that are taking care of everyone um while we stay home and try to ride this thing out and beat it so i want to see that chat fly like i want i want it flooded oh my god thank you thank you so much everyone thank you for everything you do thank you so, so much um, Speaking of silver linings and speaking of badassery, um, I want to talk about your band. Yeah. So, how do you sure. pronounce the name? It's pronounced as Fatal Quam. Okay, so I've been saying it right because I, I was yeah. worried because <laughs> yeah, you're, you're saying it right. You are saying cause, it right because <laughs> uh, a friend of mine said uh, uh, Fatal Calm, and I was like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> fatal Quam, it's, absolutely. It's kind of funny because when. Because our vocalist Mikalma, he was the one who uh, proposed that name to us, and everyone was like, "What? What?" When he when he uh, wrote it in our group chat, that name, we were like, "How do you pronounce it? Like, what's the meaning of that?" <laughs> so <laughs> it's just so, funny that you just 
you just uh, said the same thing right now. I just remembered <laughs> those times when we were when we were. Oh, there, there's so, yeah. so much love in the comments. Um, and uh, and he, his uh, your vocals is actually um, uh, Mick is uh, correcting us. It's Quam Silent L. Yeah, there we Quam. go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mick. Sorry. <laughs> um, I guess so, I'm a bad I'm a bad bandmate. <laughs> Not pronouncing well, the name right. <laughs> fatal Quam. Now we know officially uh, from from right, from the guy uh, who came up with it. <laughs> From the guy himself. <laughs> um, there's so much love in the house. Thank you guys so much. Derek is in the house. Thank you for tuning in. Hi, uh, Joey. Uh, Matsum is in the house. Judy, Khan. Everyone's throwing up love hearts and fire. Um, Sahar is in the house. Hi, Luan. Uh, Adnan and Tribe. Nice shirt. Uh, that is so true. There's always a positive. Stay safe. And it's amazing what you do. Frontliners love from Sahar. Um, uh, Mehdi oh, Allen. Oh, yeah, Sagar. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. I love you, Sagar. <laughs> oh, no, uh, Sahar. But yeah, there's a bunch of people there in there. Uh, yeah, Hi. Sahar. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no I love you, Sahar. Thanks for saying those things. <laughs> um, Khan is, uh, is enjoying the, the fatal uh, qualm conversation and us trying to figure out how to pronounce the name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matsum said I didn't know that either I think this is the only basis that someone wants in a band <laughs> from Khaled Tamimi um, so okay you guys uh, let's talk Let's talk about the band for a second because um, I've seen you guys play a couple of times a few times I think mm-hmm. and um, you're the only uh, band that I just I, I like it, I didn't I know a lot of bands from the local scene. I'm very active in the local scene, but you guys kind of came out of nowhere. Um, music video dropped and you started playing shows and I was like, yo, what the, where'd these guys come from? I had no idea what was happening. Um, and then uh, the first time I saw you, I remember just walking up to one of you guys and just going, yo, that was a great show. Like, I'm just, I just want to tell you that was an amazing show <laughs> Thank and, you. and keep going. Um, so how, how did the band start? How did the, everything come together? Yeah. It started when um, me and Pablo, our current drummer right now in Phil Kwam. Not right, I'm pronouncing it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're good on the name now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it started when me and Pablo uh, dreamt, we dreamed of forming a, have a massive, huge, heavy metal band. Because actually me and Pablo, we were, in, we were former bandmates in an old band before but it's not metal it was an alternative uh band but that band didn't um like you know it didn't push through because of some issues with um priorities and stuff like that so it became inactive but during that time um i was um i was doing some projects with other several bands so I was like a little bit, you know, busy with with those things, with the bands and all. But Pablo became, on the other hand, became bandless. And, you know, and then, of course, as, as his former bandmate and knowing what a huge talent that he has, I feel bad that he's just at home. And, you know, I was thinking that he needs to be out there. He needs to perform on the stage. He doesn't believe, he doesn't... Um, 
he doesn't deserve to be at home without the band. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. So one night, there was a time, there was a night, and we talked over, and you know, we just talk and missing how missing to be together in a band because we were old. As I said previously, we were uh, former bandmates. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. then um, we talk, we talk, we talk, we talk. I don't remember how it is, but I remember that we were talking about over our our first frustrations on being in a band wherein you can be high with music, that you want to feel stoked, you want to do this crazy head bangings in the stage. And pass it over to the audience, to the crowd, and then you know, just show your passion, your and the love for music to everybody. So I just told him then, since I was a little bit busy and I have my own projects with our bands, with other bands too, I said to him that, why don't you just form another? Uh, why don't you just form a band that you know, so that at least you can perform again. And then what he said to me was a little bit. Um, was surprising for me. He said that I will not be in another band without you as my bassist. So, of course, that is very heart heartwarming, and that was I felt so much love over that over that um, that message, that reply from him. Then I said to him like, Pablo, are you sure? Are you really sure that you wanted me as your bassist? Because I'm not good at all. I'm not technical. I can pl- I can play the bass, the basic ones, but not like totally technical. And I'm not sure if I can keep up with metal because I've never been in a metal band before, ever. <laughs> I was really downgrading myself. And then what he said to me was again the other way around. Like he said that uh, he said to me that um, you just think. That you're not good, but uh, I've seen you play. I've been with you already in the in our previous band, and I know that you can prove something. So that's that's all the words I remember how we how that conversation started because it just boosted me up. My, it just boosted my confidence over that over those over that conversation. So I said to him, "All right." Kalas, we will do this. We're gonna form this uh, crazy band. We will make our dreams into reality. Something like that. So and then, you, wait, wait. Before we keep going, you said you weren't. Uh, you were into uh, like uh, alternative uh, bands before yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. What kind Me of music? What, what kind what of music, kind of music? It was was that band? Like, what did it? What did it kind of sound like? Mm, actually, it was it was mixed covers we do covers from some filipino bands we call it urban dub then um, there's also some covers from deftones then i don't remember i think we also have some silver chairs like it's all mixed ups because it was not like a serious band there's no specific genre yeah. just play for fun something like that that's awesome okay so so you guys got the got this band together Fatal Qualm, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, uh, so, so how did you find all the other members? Yeah, so 
sa from that conversation from that time when we said that all right we're gonna be uh, forming a new band together I tried to search few people but of course um, finding people is the most difficult part in in forming a band I've because I was thinking that I, if I wanted to make a band I wanted not only people who wants to play I want people with us with good character personality and you know the same passion that we wanted to that we were we were sometimes uh, building sometimes that's even more important than than yeah, being technically yeah, yeah. Uh, technically sufficient like i'd rather mm-hmm. get someone i can have a good time with and and have a good energy with uh, than someone Definitely, that can uh, yeah. that can play yeah. uh, you know technical stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that was our um uh that is what that was our main problem in the beginning because both of us were not a little bit we were really new in the music scene we don't know much people but since i was working on with other several bands i said that i might be able to get someone because i can ask for recommendations to the people that i know so from that time i tried to search few people but those people that came in didn't work out in the beginning so mm-hmm. in the initially we're a little bit you know disappointed me and public oh my god i thought um um we were a bit a bit sad that we couldn't find the right people so until that um until one day i asked for recommendations from one of the um leaders of a filipino production who um his name is Edinson Malolo so I, I just asked him like um kuya can you give me so, any um recommendations someone who loves who wants to play metal but at the same time a good character so he gave me the name Jan Salamat so who became our guitarist right now so from there i just uh stalked him over facebook <laughs> i just checked <laughs> I just checked I just checked him out like um what he do how he plays like I just checked his uh, video um covers from his Facebook account and then I saw I saw some of few covers and I was like oh wow amazing he's a good he was really technically good and I can see from the page that he's a good he's a nice guy I thought then I thought that I wish if right away I messaged him in the Facebook and then I asked if he would be willing to join in a metal band uh, with me and Pablo. All right, in the beginning also I was a little bit afraid because I thought that he won't he won't accept my proposal to him because I feel like maybe guys from the metal scene will will not like to have a girl in the band. I was thinking like that. Initially. I really I, I want to talk to you about that in depth in a bit but yeah I can I can I can imagine there are some people that perceive it in different ways for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then to my surprise when he replied to me he immediately he immediately said yes definitely I would love to be part of this uh of this band that you want to form. And um uh, he also said that actually it was his long-time dream to have a band with a lady bassist. So I thought that really? So it's not coincidence at all that I messaged you and 
ask you a band and to form a metal band. So, uh, you know, that right away it became like, again, I boosted some confidence and I thought, oh, yes, I'm so happy at, um, at least we're three already. So the only problem now is to search for the vocalist. And yeah, we were discussing uh, which people to, to, to connect with. And then John Salamat, he recommended Mick Kalma. He was, he told us that Mick Shout Kalma was Shout out to Mick who's, his, in, uh, who's in the comments. Yeah. Hi, Mick. <laughs> and then uh, John Salamat, he said that uh, Mick was his, was his uh, former bandmate. And he was a good friend of uh, his, so I, so I, uh, he thinks that it's gonna be good to add him in the group. And then, actually, that time I already know Mick Kalma. I know I got some few acquaintances with him, but only in in social group messages. Like I don't know him personally. I haven't even seen him personally at all. So. I thought, and anyway, I think he's a nice guy because from the group chats, you can see how polite he he speaks to people. He speaks to people. So I thought, yeah, 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 sure, sure, we're gonna get me calma. And then uh, from there, when we when John Salamat asked me to join us, we became four. So I said, yay, we're complete. We can jam already. We, like we can, we formed a group chat and we started to talk over our our likes, the things that we likes are our hobbies the stuffs that we do and you can just imagine how how from that time we we had this conversation like we feel like we've been knowing each other for a long time you know you have been like you just don't believe like really we just met from this, this uh from this we're just talking over this group chat but we feel like we've been knowing each other for a long time already <laughs> Then so I was happy me and Pablo we were separately um, conversing at that time like Pablo I think uh, what we're gonna have right now is is gonna be amazing I'm excited to build this band with the four of us because from the group chat that we had that we're having I think the chemistry is the chemistry between the four of us are is really is really good so I was this is before uh, we were really exi- we were really excited. Before you guys uh, wrote any music, this is just just kind of getting to know each other still, right? Yeah, yeah. So and, we just and, yeah, but it, me and Pablo because since we were already old friends, we know each other. Then John and me, they were also uh, old friends and former bandmates, so they know each other. So you know, it became it became yeah. a circle and it, the quick chemistry. Quick chemistry. Mm-hmm. Then um, John Salamat. Uh, suggested that he, uh, why don't we add another guitarist? So again, again, I was thinking, oh, then whose guitarist are we gonna get? Because I was thinking we are already good. We have this chemistry already going on. So I thought if we add another one, um, I thought it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. But but then he said that um, he said that um, I think adding up another guitarist on the band would would give us more. Um, flexibility and creativity in terms of riffings so we said all right then let's add another one from the group but any suggestions because i don't anyone i don't know anyone at all also then he said that he's thinking to add more kicks salario in the in the group then uh, he said also that 
it would be really kick-ass and amazing to have another lady in the in this male group because uh, first of all it's gonna be really unique because me as the bassist and another lady guitarist in the group would be really something which is uh, unique and something which will which will people people will remember because it's not it's not every day that you know it's there's not a, common yeah 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 it's not really common so we which said is that, which is upsetting but uh, uh, also. Uh, 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 you're you're like breaking down a wall because I don't know a lot of uh, metal bands based in the in the Middle East that have um, multiple uh, you know uh, w- female female, female members yeah members yeah so we said when he said mocking salario and that idea of having another lady in the band we were like we became excited over that so we messaged mocking. Salario immediately also and then asked her if she would be willing to join us and then she said that um, let me just uh, she'll just check it out and then see she asked me what are the what covers or what kind of genre you are really you really wanted to push through but actually that time we don't have any idea at all (laughs) we don't have this which which um, genre in metal that we wanted to push through that we just wanted to play something like that so I, so I told her maybe some stuff from Lamb of God something like that and then she said okay I'm gonna join so when I said to the boys that Mokix is going to join us in this um, upcoming band that we are forming they were really happy like you were they were like celebrating and all <laughs> because they yeah. really wanted Mokix to be in the group so that's how it became um, the five of us. And then at that time also, Nick Kalma, he was one of the officers in Juan Music Community. It's a, uh, it's, um, it's a music production. So he said that in a week's time, there'll be, they will be, they are preparing for an, for an upcoming gig. So he said that since we, um, there's um, like, there's a uh, space for us in the lineup mm-hmm. he can he can immediately immediately put us on the lineup so like in in a week's time I, I i don't remember if it's a week's time or in two weeks we have to prepare that much so we tried to learn some songs but after that it uh, unfortunately the gig was the slot was cancelled for us mm-hmm. so we said that okay it's fine don't don't worry um, it's also uh, good for us because at least there will be enough time for us to prepare yeah. and to you know to be more prepared and putting up on the on our first show so we just thought of of those things like that like we don't want to be sad over the over that big cancellation and then um, at the time, also we discussed on on creating our originals. We said that why don't we just uh, um, you know uh, prepare on originals rather than covers? Then we said, yeah, well, yeah, I think that's right. That, that's that's the that's a good um, uh, you know that's a good rem- remark because at least people will know know us from our originals rather than the covers. So we thought that all right, we'll start. We're gonna be starting to 
to you know put on our original so basically John Salamat he had this um, old composition before with Mikalma it's been already uh, arranged so the, he just gave us the the the, the rifts over me yeah. and Mokiks and then everybody just uh, agreed to study the song or rearrange the song in Mick Kalma's house. So that's how the bonding time became more stronger between all of us because personally we've been talking and you know we talk like talking each other over the personally is more legit rather than yeah, the, yeah. rather than talking over group chats. So it was it was uh, a fun night like like uh like we just really bonded like total uh in a good way and then at the time when we, when we, we finished uh, learning that song actually that song that was called reluctant strike mm-hmm. so after we finished that that is our first single and then when we finished that song uh john salamat he just um played some few riffs and then we were like, "Hey, that's a nice riff. Can we just try to continue? Can you just try to continue the, that that riff? And then um, we'll try to finish it, and then um, put uh, add add and put some add-ups to make it a full song." And then um, Mick Kalma suggested that, "Hey, Loan, why don't you just uh, do the backing clean voices while I'm doing the growls?" So that's the first idea. That's the first um, time that uh, I, I mean. That's how I became the backing vocals for Philcom. That's how it started. Yeah. So that's. I mean, actually- that's that's how uh, I, I've heard so many stories of people like, for example, I didn't even I didn't want to be a, a vocalist at all. Um, uh, I, I I used to be actually a bassist uh, at the time, and um, we couldn't find a vocalist. And uh, at the time, oh. we, I was I was in a band called Who Guard the Guardians before um, before Zvengali, and uh, it was it was the same thing. Someone just said, "Why don't you just try doing it?" And uh, that's how I became a vocalist in the band, <laughs> and then became a vocalist it's, in Zvengali it, and stuff. It's like it's happening for a reason, right? Like um, it's not just coincidence. Maybe it was really meant for you to happen. Something. Yeah, like exa- that. and I I, I feel I like. Now, now, now that I am the vocalist, I feel like I'm supposed to always be doing vocals uh, for some reason. <laughs> now, now that you are doing bass and vocals, do you feel like like that that was supposed to be your instrument anyway? Um, I never thought of that way, but um, even from before, I've been more in love in playing the bass, but never I thought that I would be playing the bass. In the vocals, yeah, yeah. I think because the, the, actually, actually playing the bass while doing the vocals is a little bit. Difficult. I was just, I was just gonna say, you're wearing a Megadeth T-shirt. One of my favorite people who can physically play and sing at the same time. A very complicated <laughs> stuff. Oh His, yeah, Dave yeah, Mustaine yeah, so and right, um, yeah, yeah. So much respect in him. I love him. I, I tried it. I tried it for a very, very brief time to actually play bass and uh, and scream. In uh, in that same band, in Who Will Guard the Guardians, um, uh, but I I just I don't have the brain power 
it's you have to split your brain in two to think of what you're playing and also how how you're singing so i i uh, i wasn't able to do it but um yeah you see uh, khaled tamim is actually saying uh, see adnan if you'd stuck to bass you could have been as cool as her <laughs> <laughs> thank you khaled uh, I'm going to jump in. I think you can still try it. <laughs> oh no, no. I'm I'm way past no? it. I'm way past. It. I like my microphone. I don't have to carry anything. I don't have to do anything. I just I have <laughs> one microphone that I scream into and I walk away. I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy doing that. Um Oh. Yeah, I want to I want to yeah. jump into the the comments before uh, before we keep going. Um, so many people here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you didn't tune in at the very beginning of the uh, the episode, and if you are new here, uh, my name is Adnan. And on the show, we talk about motivation, inspiration, and all things creative with a bunch of interesting people from around the world. And uh, we have uh, uh, Luane from Fatal Quam. Mick is, Mick is, on, is on the case today. So we're not going to get it wrong, bro. I'm telling you. Wait, I can't see you like this. Uh, awesome. You need to put it, up, put it up a bit. Or I need to put it Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, if you guys, if you guys can see and hear us, okay, just just let us know in the comments. Um, I do get some technical difficulties every once in a while. Uh, it's it's episode thirty three, but we've only doing it. We've been doing it for like two months, <laughs> so we did a lot in a very short period of time. Um, uh, Wadia is in the house. What is up, Wadia? She's uh, she's another uh, badass uh, female rocker that's in the house. Um, and uh, that's. Uh, uh, thank God you didn't start as a vocalist. You'd be the best screamer in my book. <laughs> thank you, Roxanne. <laughs> um, uh, who else is here? Uh, I can't say that name. Kar, Karimar. 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 Oh, yeah. Karimar. Am I saying it right? That's right. That's how you He's, pronounce it right. Uh, he says, Fatal Quam members uh, are super down to earth and the kindest, kindness uh, that they have are just amazing. Uh, only Muki is a bit... Maldita among them. I, don't know. <laughs> I love you, FQ. Did I say that right? Maldita? Yeah, yeah. Maldita. What does that mean? It's actually we use it in our Filipino language, but that name, I think it's a, the origin of that uh, word is from Spain. It's a Spanish mm-hmm. word. It means like. Mm, sorry, not sarcastic. I just can't. Uh, not sarcastic, but a little bit. Um, mm, I can't find the right words to explain maldita. Okay, guys, if, help me. If you, if you were in the comments, exactly, <laughs> jump jump in. Let us uh, let us know. Uh, audio and visual is good. Um, uh, Judy's saying, wondering where Joy is. Uh, Joy actually uh, sent a message over the the tribe messages. She's not going to be here um, for a while, but uh, but yeah, shout out to the tribe. Shout out to everyone uh, that uh, that's tuning in. Um, uh, Mick is saying naughty, kind of like an, a naughty. Mm, yeah, 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 naughty. Yeah, we can say like that, naughty. Uh, Rudy's asking you, hey, was it you in Final Grief video clip? Yes, yeah. yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i i want to uh let's ju- talk about uh women in metal mm. so the, you, your band has has two females members um which doesn't happen a, a lot in the middle east i know uh wadia 
from from Asper Casper, who's also a, a guitarist uh, and bassist uh, that's been uh, been in bands, been in and out of bands, uh, uh, and she was in um, in Asper Casper. We've done a bunch of Desert Experiment stuff together, and I know Sandy, uh, who's the vocalist Sandy, of, yeah. Aim, of Aiming Graves. But outside of that, I don't know other uh, female oh, band females. members. Uh, are, are there people I'm missing? Are there bands I'm missing? Hmm. Probably there will be some females out there, but you know, just ready to to go out from their shells. Like what happened to myself? Because probably if Bobla didn't told me asked me to be his basis on that band, I will not be I will not be here. So I think that there's there are some females out there too. I feel. I know some I know some some girls also but um I'm not sure if they're really planning to focus on forming a band but I do know some people I do few people but not too much Yeah I think finding girls and the girls in metal is a little bit difficult but because first of all the genre of the music yeah, I it's... guess not all ladies would love to hear metal. That's the thing. I think I I know so many people that are into metal that are that are musicians that happen to be female, but I I just feel like the uh, I don't know the the band space, the the band kind of uh, ethos, the the entity of being in a band uh, hasn't really opened up. Uh, for for a lot of women, especially in on this side of the world, I know there's massive amounts of um, metal female. musicians across the world uh, who, who are female, but um, on this side of the world, you don't see a lot. And uh, wait, we still need to um, we still need to turn your camera up. You keep um, crop, cropping your face out. Sorry. There we go. There we go. Mick Mick was uh, giving us uh, a comment in the, in the chat. There, we can't see your face. <clears throat> Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, so actually, that's a good question, Judy. Uh, Judy is asking, how old were you when you first started playing bass? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> actually, I don't remember my age. <laughs> like, but I do remember I was in uh, maybe around twenty. Okay. But because before I learned the bass, I learned guitar first. Yeah. 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 It was guitar uh, first. And I feel then, like a lot of bassists have that story. <laughs> I learned the guitar first. And then... Um, because I was working in the hospital... I was working in a hospital before. And um, I had those few friends from there also. Who were searching for a bassist at that time. So they just um, asked me if I can play the bass like for temporarily and I just told them I don't know how to play the bass I can only play the guitar but but they said that's fine you can play if you know how to play the guitar then you can play the bass so I just tried it and then that's it from there on I said whoa this is amazing I think I'm more in love in the bass now rather than playing the guitar so that's did you have did you have uh, uh, influences uh, growing up that, that were female at all or it was just across the board kind of uh, regular band bands growing up mm. we can say I do have some from female uh, I, I mean there are 
there are female musicians that I look up into, like Paz Nanchentin from Perfect Circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I mean, I feel that it's really empowering to see females in those legendary bands. So, yeah. so there, there's just few of the people that I really look up to. Yeah, that's awesome. I, th- those are two bands um, I'm I'm very uh, influenced by as well. And uh, the way you said uh, copy, the way they they perform <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is funny because a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a lot of people see the where I get my influences from because I'm very blatantly uh, not like I, I I don't even hide it. I, I use the same slogans and stuff. Um, Rob Flynn from Machine Head and uh-huh. uh, Jamie Josta from Hatebreed are, uh, are oh, my biggest influences yeah. in terms of performance live and um, and the the way they they they're affected uh, the, the way their performance affected me like changed my approach to to stage performance completely. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, the, you you have some uh, some amazing influences. All, you know, when you when you try to imagine, when you try to put yourself like to be like as like being them, I think it just makes you improve and makes you happy. Also, it gets it kind of gives you this stoked feeling that hey, I can I've been I'm doing the same stuff like what she's doing. I I don't know. It's just. It makes you happy. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I think um, part of music is uh, being being able to like that that drive through. So you got influenced and inspired and and felt something uh, from from a band you watched, and then you being able to perform to someone else, and hopefully somewhere <laughs> down the line, so that someone can yep. look up to you. And yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's the cyclical it's, power. You just like uh, you just take inspiration from those people until you make your own style. I think that's how it is. So, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Until uh, would you have? in the comments is saying females in heavy bands are always so badass, like yourself, Lauren, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, also respect to their male counterparts who are always supportive and treat them as their equal 100 percent would you and um i think i don't know I, like i was telling you i don't know um if there are enough well there obviously isn't enough because it's not equal but uh, i don't know why there isn't enough um more uh, females in, in in rock and metal uh around the world but especially here and i think uh, the philippines especially has a lot more female musicians uh, uh, taking part in, in bands there which is something I absolutely love and I wish we could see more of uh, you know trickle down to, to the UAE as well mm-hmm. I think the actually being a band in the Philippines is is mainstream mm-hmm. um, but not everyone does the metal it's more on you can say I don't know because in Philippines we do have a lot people are really into music like even small kids are already um, motivated to to be in music I don't know from the big everyone that they say that I mean it's a culture that's what I mean yeah. music has became, has became a part of everyday's like everyday lives of the Filipinos like you can see people singing karaoke from everywhere from each household each household especially in occasions special occasions like birthdays 
Yeah. Christmas, whatever, whatever occasion, there will be a part. There, there won't be a party without the singing karaoke. So. <laughs> It's maybe amazing that's, that it's part of the culture. Maybe that's how um, why a lot of females are more interested in joining the bands. So I guess that's how it is. Yeah, is there is there um, uh, like any uh, people you look up to here in the in the Middle Eastern or or like this this regional scene that we have here? Basically, I'm just saying uh, everything here except for like the the states in Europe. Are there are there bands from uh, from your hometown? Are there bands from the Philippines? Are there bands from the UAE that uh, um, that you look up oh, to? Yeah, that I look up to, actually, not in Philippines and not in the Middle East, but I really love Doris Ye from uh, from Tonic. If uh, she is, uh, they are a Taiwanese band. Taiwanese band. It's all, cool. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are from Taiwan, and it's also they are also metal. And she's also a lady bassist. I love. I just. I totally adore her. Oh uh, yeah, that's. Um, so your your guitarist. I remember playing a show uh, with Mokix uh, with her old band, uh, Pullbox. Uh, Pullbox. Applebox, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we. I th- I believe it was the show we played with Ginger. Um. Which was which was yeah. super cool. I think Pullbox was on that show. Pullbox, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Rika was on the front. Yeah. So so that that show, uh, the the opening band um, had uh, two female members. That was super cool to see. And the headlining band uh, had uh, had Tatiana, who's uh, the the vocalist of of Ginger, who is a female member. And we were in the middle. And I was just thinking then, like. The, that felt uh, amazing. That felt like there was such a diverse range of of people in there. Uh, that show, or there, there were even the members were from different countries all over the world. Uh, uh, there were male and female. Didn't matter. the The crowd was insane, and um, that's the kind of stuff that uh, that I, I love to see in the metal scene in general. And I think you guys are like breaking down boundaries, having a six piece band with two members. Uh, whether they're um, female or male, or, and uh, creating like extreme, extreme music out of Dubai in the UAE. Like when you think about it, just putting all those pieces together, there's so many elements that have to fit together for you guys to be able to do that. Yeah. So I, I think basically the reason why it happened, I think really the, uh, the chemistry has to happen between. The members. That's why I said from the beginning that I really wanted members, who, um, which has good character and attitude, because without it, I mean, you know, it's difficult to to jive to to jive in with different. If you have people who have this, um, what you call that term, pride. Yeah. Yeah. If you have pride within yourself. Then you won't accept your your bandmates' opinion over or suggestions over the song. So maybe that's that's really really important for me. So how do you and guys? That's how and that's also one of the things that I'm really proud of between Fail Fun because each of the members are really prideless, like set up selfless. We totally love and respect each other. How do you guys? Uh, how do you guys go about writing original music? Is there one like main songwriter, or do you guys write together? How how does that work for you guys? Um, initially, 
um, there will be some riff. So John, uh, John Salamat, who is our guitarist, he will be the one um, proposing the guitar riffs. And then also the same with Mikalma because he's also a keyboards player. So sometimes he would put on some some key from some keys and then they will um, we will try to arrange it and put all the all the all the ideas all together in one sitting. That's how we do it. Or sometimes it depends if John um, has uh, has his own uh, riff already, then he will he will pass it over to us in our group chat. He will uh, ask our opinion over it, like like hey guys, I have this new riff. Can do you have any suggestions or do you like it? If you don't like it, then it's fine. I'm gonna just. Uh, do another thing and then uh, the same thing with Mikalma he will also try uh, try to put on some keyboard um, riffs and then and then pass it over to us and then ask suggestions and then until we create um, the song in final touches yeah it's it's about it's about the it's more it's the more end result than than who wrote it mm-hmm yeah um uh, we're gonna jump into the comments real quick and um yeah i was gonna say uh this Vingali has the same approach like um jm and i uh jm writes uh, all the music basically and and i write the lyrics and we kind of work together on the structure of stuff and um and the other guys if they have contributions and additions and stuff like that we uh we we kind of amend the song as as we work together as it goes along Um, I think that's the best way because at, at the end of the day, it's all about the end result. It's not really about uh, who wrote it and who didn't. Who wrote it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, we're gonna jump into comments. Where are we? Uh, Rudy is here. He says, um, "So you're an actor and a bassist and in the medical field." Uh, thank you, though I live in the states. And did I miss anything? Uh, no, you, you didn't miss anything. She's, uh, but I think actor. Uh, do you consider yourself an actor? Um, uh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's talking about he's talking about the music video. Maybe from the music video, I kind of do some acting, some yeah. stuff. <laughs> we're we're gonna watch that music video in just a bit. Uh, Wajih is saying females in heavy bands are always so badass, uh, like yourself, or also respect. Oh, I, we just read that comment. I'm sorry. Um, we read that a while ago. Uh, Rudy saying, "I have a Filipino close friend, and he taught me kamustaka." Uh, yeah, it's yeah, kamustaka. Yeah. Kamustaka. Kamustaka. It says, "How are you?" Like okay, that, that's cool. the meaning of that. How are I'm gonna, you? I'm, I'm gonna uh, remember that. <laughs> um, ja is is saying something that I cannot uh, understand. Cannot understand. I cannot d- decipher. Uh, and um, I'm going to keep going uh, Khal Tamim says I, have, I haven't met a single Filipino who can't sing or doesn't love music some of the church groups I've seen have some amazing Filipino musicians and some of the cover bands in the circuit love their drive and passion absolutely mm-hmm. I, I, I uh, voice that sentiment as well which is saying almost every person I know from the Philippines is in a band or plays an instrument and sings massively talented it's amazing thank you <laughs> 100% and I agree I, because like you said it's it's part of the culture it's part of the part of the uh, culture yes. the everyday like for example I grew up in a place where uh, you're not so, you're not uh, you know 
singing and dancing wasn't wasn't our priority at that time. <laughs> uh, Jaw, I still can't under exactly <laughs> understand what you're saying because there's some English words. So I'm like, I I might be able to decipher it, but I realize that I can't. Um, where else? Uh, Alan says pull box when we were talking about the ginger show. Yeah, that was right. Um, and with Yaz uh, agreeing, she says, uh, yeah, that was in the music room. It, it was. Um, Erica, what's up? Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Gerby or Jerby? Uh, let me know how to say oh, that. Oh, Jerby. Jerby. Yeah. He was one of the good, good people that I have known here. He's also the best basis I've seen <laughs> in the in the in the in the Filipino industry. He's really good. Shout out I shout out to Jerby. Thank you for tuning in. Um Sahar saying happy belated Philippines Independence Day. Oh oh yeah. It's just it was set in on uh, two days back, June twelfth. Happy Independence Day to the Philippines to everyone tuning in uh, uh, that uh, is from there or living there right now. Um and saying sick video uh, Mookie is watching with four cans of RH in front of her go Mookie <laughs> from Mookie. from uh, Karamar and Karamar uh, Khalid saying your drummer has stepped up his game every every fucking show uh, always loved watching him play he hits hard hitting hard is good keep pushing guys <laughs> uh, saying you, you know he's his support it was really overwhelming <laughs> like every time he just says good stuff and we really appreciate that thank you so much Mr. Khalid that's a great dude and a great drummer and a great supporter uh, of all things uh, art he he knows what the uh, what the like push through what the struggle is and he definitely uh, you know always always pushes people to, to keep going it's it's absolutely beautiful including myself uh, whether it's whether it's for Zvengali because he used to be in Zvengali um, after Zvengali or even for stuff like the show he's, he's always a great supporter and shout I out Khaled Al-Tamimi I haven't like met him like personally but I can see that he's really a good person <laughs> he is he is when you meet him personally you'll change your mind immediately but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look forward to that uh, who else is in here Uh, what do you remove first, uh, Loan? The charger or the cell phone from Ja? That's the, f- the first comment I, I was able to read. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's an inside <laughs> joke. Uh, we're going through the comments. Zvengali uh, from Wajiha. Yeah, they, they make fun of me because I have a weird accent. I say um, Ja, very heavy, and I say Z instead of the S. So, uh, oh, so, yeah, they, they they always make fun of me yeah. in the chat. They the Ed tribe always. Co- <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I say even my band name I say a little wrong because I say that's a, a shout out to Mike. Um, I, I actually say my band name wrong. I say Zvengali instead of Svengali. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> that's but it shout out to everyone. Sounds good. It, I mean, <laughs> it works. It works. People understand what I'm saying. That's all that matters. Um. I want to talk to you a little bit about because uh, when we were talking, you kept saying, you know, from the from the uh, Filipino kind of uh, industry, from the Filipino group. I feel um, there's been a disconnect between 
the uh, the metal, especially in the metal scene. I don't know about about other scenes, but there's kind of like this uh, organization, fans and bands uh, that all all live in Dubai, come from the Philippines, that kind of group together, and then there's this other. Uh, side where like you know Middle East Records and Joe Scene and those guys hang out. Um, you've been one of the few bands that I've seen cross over a bunch of times, um, but I don't know. I don't know if if that's something that's that uh, I'm I'm kind of digging too deep into. But uh, oh, okay, okay. I want I want to I, ask your opinion. Do you think there's like uh, a, a a weird like? A segregation between the two sides. Do you feel like some people group with other people more than uh, more than others? Ah, uh, okay. I guess the reason why because there is no specific community in the in the here in Dubai which is specifically for metal. That's the reason why sometimes we jump. We are jumping over. There's a jumping over between the two communities because. We wanted um, sometimes we feel like we are not we don't belong <laughs> because in the Filipino community it's always a mixed mixed uh, genre. So sometimes there are um, what you call this. They sometimes they put on a show which is um, specifically like for example it's just a it's a production but. For example, for the month of July of, of June, it's gonna be um, the reggae stuff, mm-hmm. and then for the next um, the next show, it's gonna be for the punk people. So then it's on the next uh, month and so on. It's like it's gonna be um, rolling, rolling, and over for the for the other genres. Unlike in metal scene, I, I mean. Um, in Josine and Metal East, it's just specifically for for metal. So sometimes, as we being um, metal, we wanted to like cross over between between them. But yeah, there's I, no sort of, of of we don't feel like like, like that, that. There's a difference between them. Yeah, I, I don't not. know. I I always feel like um, just from my perspective, like I'm very into mm-hmm. the the local scene, and I feel like I miss. Because the Filipino community has a bunch of like different underground shows. They 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 I've seen a lot of posters where like they bring a bunch of bands together, um, put on a put on an amazing local show, um, and and for some reason I I don't feel like I, I I read about it or I hear about it. I feel like it's this this thing that happens in the background, <laughs> and I, I I wish we were like more connected. I wish that. Um, oh. all the bands could play all the time. I wish I could go to all these uh, other shows that I, that I, um, I've, I've been hearing about. I've been seeing the uh-huh. posters, but for some reason I always miss it. And I was wondering from your perspective, like, uh, is, is there anything that, that everyone else can do that? Like, you know, um, I know, uh, our collective, I put on a bunch of shows. I know a couple of promoters there that I started now following to try and make sure that, uh, that I don't miss anymore. Um, but from your perspective, is there is there anything more that we can start promoting and, and talking about in terms of uh, rock and metal in from the Filipino community here in the UAE? I guess you're right. Just now I realized that th- that's one of the things which is really happening, that there is a separate Filipino community over the, you know, the 
the international, I mean, from the Middle East and Josine. I guess the reason for that is um, the the terms and conditions in Dubai. I guess not. I guess it's something related to per to permits and all. I'm not really sure about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I'm not, I'm. I'm not really sure about that. But I think it's there's something with the legalities. Yeah, we can but, it, like that. but it's, it's, it's something, something the it's something um, and everyone in the comments as well if you guys are part of uh, part of the rock and metal scene in the UAE um, from from the Filipino community from uh, the the you know the more international community like you said from from wherever you are um, that I think I think it's important to have that discussion because I really I really do feel like you know uh, the, the the metal scene in a global sense is tiny very very small in terms of the global sense and if you think about that tiny community in the middle east or based in the middle east it's just like a tiny tiny speck yeah and i feel like sometimes yeah like uh, if you go on a show you will see same faces exactly <laughs> exactly and that's why i it, it like you're really... a hey classmate you're here are you present i'm gonna be there. exactly <laughs> something and, like that <laughs> and that's why that's why it blows my mind to the idea of like there are these other shows with amazing bands happening that uh, this, these other people don't go to. Like I can't, I don't, I, I you know, I've been to uh, our collective shows and, and uh, well, seen like the ocean disappears this. and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm, the, yeah. I don't see the the regular faces there. I don't see um, you know the, the guys that go to the art collective shows come to the Middle East shows. It's just this weird divide that I really I really want to try and break. I I'm adamant about it. Anyway, since we uh, brought up this um, conversation, I hope it kind of become a bridge between this situation. But of course, we can't do it right now because of the pandemic which is going on. But I mean, after this, I hope we can put on a show with all the the communities performing all together in one show. I, yeah, we absolutely. can we can we can try to do that one. We'll try to work on that. <laughs> after after uh, the madness that is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, uh, mm-hmm. as as a as a nurse uh, and and the frontliner, I love I love to say frontliner because you know what? Um, uh, a couple of months ago, six months ago, uh, I feel like people didn't realize just how important medical staff and medical professionals are. Um, it kind of like took we, we used to take it for granted it's just you know mm-hmm. there's there's someone else there that's working and the, 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 that's their job and it was a nurse and then when the pandemic hit you realize just how important everyone's roles are and you realize that people like yourself nurses and frontliners and, and uh, people putting their life on the line I mean I saw photos of you in full gear uh, from head to toe in PPE uh, yeah. it, 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 it's it's basically like you're uh, you're you're going to war with the, with the pandemic um yeah. uh, so so in in your opinion uh, has there been a a change of perspective uh, in terms of in terms of how people perceive what you do for a living and stuff like that um i don't know but for people like us working in the medical field we always think that it's part of our job and we are happy to serve the community 
and of course it's also self-rewarding just you know just uh uh the community what the what the community is giving back towards to us because we all feel the love and respect from the people around us so it's just like a give and take yeah it's like a give and take so but somehow it managed to boost our dignity over the medical over the medical uh, peoples because you know people now see and perceive us how important we are in the community but i just think that you know to be fair enough with all the with all the people's profession i think um everybody's just um important as we are because people who are also working in the food industry right now absolutely they're Grocery also important. clerks delivery they're guys important. yeah so we can also consider them in the front line because without them then how can we survive with the basic thing that we need which is food 100%. also um, what else people from the sterilization group they're just equally important as we are because without them who will be doing this sterilization job so i just think that people have well, whatever profession you are you are you are part of it and you should be proud of it very so. well put very well put and uh, honestly thank you thank you for everything you do it's it's amazing um uh, i'm going to i'm going to jump back to what we were talking about earlier the the divide because there's a bunch of uh, comments um uh, sunil says i have seen the invisible divide as well hope we all unite in metal community um absolutely and uh, and if if you guys know what i'm talking about it, it, like you said it's this invisible uh divide there's it's not really an outspoken thing it's not really uh, a hateful thing it's just it's just this weird like uh, some people just very, uh, right, go, there's a separation very yeah there is there's this weird separation, like uh, a Tamimi, separation. yeah khalat tamim says uh, Ferroquam uh, uh, bridging the gap between the scenes. Fuck yeah. Uh, absolutely. Oh, Matsum is in the house. Matsum from uh, Middle East Records. Uh, he says, I always attend art collective events and always discover new bands. This is how I came to know Fatal Quam and invited them to open for Insomnium. Absolutely. I think Matsum is one of those people that's heading, uh, the, the, he's like the spearhead in, in br- breaking that uh, divide. He's, he's the one uh, trying to bridge the gap. He's trying to make the metal community uh, solid and state. And not just in terms of bridging the gap, in terms of bringing bands like fucking Insomnium and, uh, and these <laughs> massive bands that he brings. <laughs> Uh, giving opportunities. We're just uh, really happy that there are people, that, yeah, like Mr. Matazim and um, Mr. Muhammad Jabber, who you know was just bridging the uh, bridging, bringing people like in the community to make it more solid. So, like you also, so it's really amazing to have, you know, just have you know, just having this uh, spirit over human. Human, human of beings. course, we're humans first, <laughs> and we're fucking metalheads. We unite. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. We don't. We don't look at. Uh, you know what? This is what I really stuff. love about about the scene. I mean, in in music, in terms of music, like yeah, everybody's just becoming, um, um, like united. Whatever 
whatever like whatever nationality you belong to or whatever culture or whatever whatever belief that you have to it becomes um dissolves and becomes like one absolutely and if if anything uh, that this time has been showing us you know with everything that's going on uh, around the world in terms of uh, squashing racism and and uh, the, what's happening in the united states with black lives matter and everything it, we need to have more conversations out in the open and and talk about equality uh, and and not shy away from the idea of having an uncomfortable conversation because uh, these uncomfortable conversations are the things that break these barriers and and bridge the gaps between uh, all the people and uh, and you know we, we if we if we start uh, communicating openly about equality and uh, you know teaching the younger generation about it and showing not only in in, uh, in music right. i mean right. uh, all over all over everything you start you start educating and talking about it openly that's how you make change and uh, and that's that's, that's the right. kind of stuff we start with the small things that we can and hopefully um it'll it'll snowball into uh, into the bigger issues that the, the world is still dealing with that's right that's right it's really one of i hope that um one day the this, the thing that you said will become you know will reach in the global perspective because yeah, I, I hope so. you know it's in reality we can say that there a lot of discrimination going on so i hope yeah. one day we can reach all the humans can reach to that point that we became we see each other as equally as to ourselves Absolutely, I had um, I had uh, uh, Big Hass on uh, last episode. Um, he's a he's a radio host, a blogger. He's done a lot for the the rap and hip hop scene uh, in the Middle East. And um, I think he I that. he I always it. says, "Thank you for watching." He always says, um, "I'm a human first before he was anything else. I'm a human first, and I love that. I love that uh, approach." Um, I'm going to jump into the comments real quick again. Uh, Ahmed Munir says, "I think the last time I saw a union between two scenes." Uh, was when Fonda put up the Ginger Show, which Vengali was a part of. Yeah, that was a great, a great show. That's what I was talking about. There was so, merging of of everyone, and I think that should be the case every single time. Um, and Mick is saying uh, thank you so much. Uh, we're glad as well to play Metal East. Thank you for the opportunity. He was re- replying to uh, to Matosim there. Uh, Khaled Tamimi says, uh, mm-hmm. the thing is, there is no beef, total appreciation and respect for both scenes and musicians. I can't wait to have one gig under one roof one day. 100% Khaled. Yeah. Um, Wajiha saying, respect to all our essential workers as well. Uh, re- a shout out to all the essential workers and, and frontliners. Um, uh, uh, Nima says, sub-community within a sub-community. It's a great way to put it. Yeah, there's like this weird... Uh, 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 yeah, a, a weird divide, a genre within a genre kind of thing. Um, uh, a wild Mo Jabber has a oh Mo Jabber is in the house. What is up? Thank you so much for tuning in, Jabber. We were talking about uh, about the scene and everything that goes along yeah, with it. Hi, Mr. Jabber. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> I'm, I I uh, going back to to the band. Um, I've seen your live performance. And I think it's, I, I, I said it on a couple of episodes, I think Fatal Qualm, and if you guys are, uh, if the band members are in the in the chat, you guys are one of the coolest, craziest uh, performances I've seen in, in a very long time. Because I feel like you guys uh, kind of, you approach the performance with a theme or at least 
a kind of this an energy on stage which doesn't happen very often uh in terms of uh in terms of uh you know independent smaller bands you guys approach it like you're on a download festival stage which i really appreciate from what you wear to to how you guys uh, perform together to to everything so um the the live aspect of a uh, fatal qualm is uh, is one of my favorite things and i'm um you can't see this but i'm showing everyone uh, in the chats uh, a little snippet you guys have a live video that i found online uh, that that i think everyone will enjoy i'm just going to turn it up here uh, for a little bit we're just going to watch a couple of minutes of this so you guys can understand what i'm saying This is your last That was uh, Fatal Qualm perform. What was the was the song title for that one? That is Reluctant Strike. That was the first um, song that we ever uh, started to to study. Like, you I mean when we first started? I mean, beating up personally. That was the song. That was the first song you guys put together. Yeah, yeah that, that was the song that we had for the first time it, at that time also we don't have the keyboards player yet so it was just late when we thought of the idea since we had this idea of me back uh, in the backing vocals yeah. we thought that to make it more melodic and more like more symphonic in in style we thought of adding up the keyboards so that's how we add up another that's how we searched for another member so uh, you guys in this genre you guys are doing something that i i always try to tell um underground and and especially local bands or or bands um that are doing everything independently the the idea of music videos and and keeping yourself active online is so important because making the music is half the battle um playing live is a very big big important part but in this region because you play to a very small crowd uh it's it's not um as as crazy as if you you'd be able to tour or something so the way you're able to do it from from this side of the world is have amazing content online so that people can actually find you so that when you do play somewhere else and you do play a show in in germany for example people that have seen you online can come to that show and you guys are doing amazing uh, with the music videos and and the content the, even uh, i know i noticed a lot of people saying um the uh, the band photo 
that uh, that we threw up earlier everyone was was shouting out saying that it was an amazing photo you guys are doing so well with that stuff um and i want to ask who's who in the band is the the like um the content creator things. mind yeah who's who's the one driving that stuff actually that is from mokik salario and uh, the um her family they are family of uh, musicians and photographers and film uh video editors so that's that's the that's her thing that's so we so are really grateful we were really grateful to have them it's amazing when when you can do it uh, within the band i love the idea of, of being able to do everything uh, in-house kind of stuff like uh, you know zvengali records uh, at jm's house jm is the producer and and engineer for all the zvengali stuff and uh, the music videos i edit I, I i when i can shoot them if i'm not on stage i'm the one who's shooting them as well um and uh, and these things like the all-encompassing band when the bandmates kind of can do everything together it's one of the coolest things in the world because not only is it uh, more content for you guys but also it's made from people within the band so you know they're giving it their best yes yes exactly i think it's also one of the uh, one of the um asset ba- an asset of the band if someone really knows this kind of of stops I'm not saying that when you form a band, you should find a member who can do this editing and stuff. But it's of course it adds an additional, um, like when you search for, like when you're applying for a job and the employer is searching for an employer. Of course, additional, the additional talent or additional um, stuffs can 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 be an asset to the company yeah. same with forming in the band you you can't have too many skills when you're in a when you're in a band <laughs> all skills are welcome absolutely um i'm gonna jump into the comments here uh, sahad is f- uh, throwing up some uh, fire emojis uh while she was watching the the video uh, khalid saying what a fucking killer band um uh, ruby's in the house what is up ruby thank you for tuning in uh and rudy is saying mosh put in all caps Khaled <laughs> Tamimi, uh, uh, he says, oh, I got lo- so much love for them. Uh, Wadia is in the house. She says, oh shit, with a couple of fire emojis. Um, Matsam is saying Thanks goosebumps, <laughs> throwing up the horns. Uh, Rudy is saying, Khaled, imagine me and you in a mosh pit. And uh, uh, Rudy, I've seen you in a mosh pit um, in Lebanon. Um, uh, no, uh, you weren't in a mosh pit in Lebanon. I've seen you try to uh, try to help someone out of a mosh pit in Lebanon, and that was scary enough. So I don't want to see you or Khalid together in a mosh pit because that sounds crazy. But if you guys do see uh, Fatal Qualm, I'm pretty sure the pit will open up at some point. Wujia um, has saying badass. Uh, uh, Khalid saying uh, stampede, not a mosh pit. Um, Mick is now. He says, "Shout out to our lovely lady sisters, uh, Ricks, for sick themes for the music video, uh, and uh, Ate Scar for the sick picture." Ate eight Scar. Am I saying um, it right? Ate, Ate yeah. Scar. Ate. Well, what does that mean? It's like big sister it means uh, big sister because in the Philippines we add, we love to add um, prefixes over the name as a sign of respect. Yeah, I've like, I've noticed that. I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people do that. It's I find it fascinating. It's, a, it's, it's amazing. A, it's a form of respect for us, like especially like 
if we don't know the person like personally, we put a prefix before the name as a sign of respect. Amazing. Um, uh, we have uh, Manav in the house. What is up? Thank you for tuning in, my dude. He says, what time is your music video dropping tomorrow? It's going to be tomorrow at 6 o'clock in the evening. 6 o'clock in the evening. Let's... <laughs> yeah. um. Uh, we we uh, let's talk a little bit about that. You guys, you guys have a wait. Let me try and pull up the uh, the behind the scenes. You guys have a music video coming out tomorrow. Uh, yep. that, that when did you guys shoot this? It was on December and um, December two thousand nineteen. Actually, we were thinking to release that on end of February or like in the first um, first week of March, but we dropped that idea because the pandemic just um, just put a stop to everything started so we thought that okay let's just um delay it delay and delay delay it until this pandemic is over we were even trying to put on um a gig so that we can release it personally and other um over the over over people but since of this um pandemic we just decided to put it online. Yeah. And uh, do you guys? Um, I remember the the show because you guys were uh, were we were talking about if we we can even be a part of it or not. Yeah. Um, as as yeah. Vengali, and uh, yeah. I remember I remember you telling us about the music video and all that stuff. Do you guys have um, any any like? Uh, far away plans for for stuff or are you guys just waiting for this pandemic to be over first and then kind of make show plans and or anything like that um you mean uh, for the music video release uh, no 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 for 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 the band like do you guys have any uh, touring in mind do you guys have anything like that in in the future ah, that you'd okay, like in to in the future um in the future i think um because we all wanted to do things like step by step so we just wanted to finish all our songs that we have that are already ri- previously written we need to arrange it but since uh, since uh, this uh, gathering are not yet allowed we can't we can't finish them because we wanted to do things like we want we always wanted to do our our songwriting process like all together so that at least the idea of the song will become really fail one because it's been written by all of us together and yeah. then um, what we are planning up next is to record the songs and then um, release our EP or mm-hmm. hopefully album Inshallah, we, we don't know yet when it's gonna be, but that's our future plans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that uh, that so many things are up in the air. They're all on hold or or just mm-hmm. waiting, waiting for some sort of guidance because we really don't know what's gonna happen. Um, we kind of have some trajectory. I mean, you're in the field, mm-hmm. you you understand, but like. Yep, yep, uh, it's yep, yep. N- no one can say anything. Yeah, yet. no one can say. No one can even really say. But as I always say, like I, I always, like I always put in my mind that everything happens for a reason. But you know, even there is a negative effect on that. We always think of the positive in yeah. in, in anything which is happening. So Absolutely. let's hope for the best. 
Let's hope always for the best. Always hope for the best. Always hope and for the best. I'm gonna play the the behind the scenes right now. Um, so uh, here here we go, guys. And uh, if you guys are excited about the uh, the music video that's dropping tomorrow at 6 p.m., I'll also share it on this page so you guys can check it out. If you guys see the behind the scenes and you're excited to see it, I want to see some fire emojis in the comments. That's how the tribe does it now. We just flood the comments with fire and love hearts. Here's the behind the scenes. So that video, the wicked is dropping tomorrow. By the way, is produced and directed by Miss Rika Salario. She's uh, Makik's sister, and she was the former vocalist of Pullbox. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I know her. She's an amazing photographer ah, yeah. too. Shout out to, to her, and uh, I love her photography. I love I love uh, Mook's work as well. Um, uh, they, they're they're both crazy. I I love it. I'm excited she's to like, see it. She's like one of. She's actually she's also one of the female males that I I also look up to. In in the scene because she's really kickass. She is. She is. And, <laughs> and shout out. Nice to work with her. Uh, so where'd you guys film this? It looks like a crazy set. It looks like a massive budget l- production. Um. <laughs> Yes, sort of, but um, we tried to uh, limit the costs through um, much called this like um, transactions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> setting up deals. Yeah, yeah, Something exactly. Like that. That's that's how we that's how we do it. Listen, <laughs> if you can help, if you can help me with this, I'll help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> and if, yeah. if you shoot this for so, me, I'll get you a, another thing. So later. much of stuff. Yeah, so much of dealings and transactions happen. <laughs> In that, in that production, actually. So we are really thankful for the people who who helped us and you know gave their efforts, their time. The costumes, by the way, I just want to give a shout out to Miss Alian of Savannah Costumes and Design. She provided us the costumes, the things that we used without without money involved in that. And then, oh, by the way, to me, Sandy, to me, Sandy, thank you so much for uh, being on the music video, like, I mean, being part of the music video. And then, what else? Uh, Who else? Uh, Sandy just just tuned in to the comments. She says, hello, sir, I am late. What is up, Sandy? Thank you for tuning in. Um, We just played the the behind the scenes, uh, if if you missed it. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So we are thankful for the people who were behind it. Mr. Tom Lebarek, who was the steady cam, uh, was in the cameras behind the scenes. All the people behind it, we really, really think we are appreciated of all the people who worked on that project. Uh, Burke is saying barter deals. I think that's the best way to describe it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Barter deals. Yeah, right. <laughs> it makes sense. That's, 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 how we, um, that's how most bands do it now. It's just... 
there's so much there's so much you have to pay in advance even uh, uh, recording all that stuff so there's got to be um, there's got to be some sort of exchange of hey if you do this uh, <laughs> I, I we can we can give you a free photo shoot or we could do this or we could write a song or there's so many of these things happening um han saying looks super dope uh super pro um uh There is uh, reminds me of the new Azalea dying uh, video shaped by fire uh, from Khaled Tamimi. Yeah, it has it has that uh, cool vibe. It just uh, to me, to my eyes, it looks super perfect. Like I'm that that behind the scenes is such a teaser because I really want to see the final product. <laughs> We're also excited. Uh, Sandy says I need to watch this live back from the beginning after. Um, yeah, you do. You do. It was a great, uh, great conversation we uh, we had, and you missed a, a bunch of cool stuff. And uh, we shouted you out uh, a bunch of times in there, so you got to check it out. Uh, Rudy saying, uh, Sandy, I have to deduct fifty cents from your salary because you're late. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sandy. <laughs> Thank you uh, again. She she says uh, I had so much being evil. I saw I had so much fun being evil. Um, yeah, she which, was the like the 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 wicked priestess. She portrayed that one. <laughs> so she did she did some acting uh, for you guys. She was really definitely good. Actually, when we shoot uh, when we did the photo shoot, she was the first one to put on the acting. You know, like, like doing these things on the camera, and I we were like. Oh my God, she's so good! How can we be? How, I mean, like, how can we keep it, keep it up on that level? We were so, we were just like, oh, she's so, she's so good. She was doing it so well. Well, tomorrow, 6 p.m. UAE time, guys. Uh, Fatal Quam is gonna drop the music video, and uh, I, I want everyone to to head over there because. You guys are um, Fatal Quam is one of these bands that I really think deserve more attention in the scene, and uh, and I'm super excited about everything you guys are going to do. I'm really really excited. Thank you. We are also excited on tomorrow's um, show. So um, I'm going to ask you one last question before we go, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the music video uh, for Final Grief for everyone to watch uh, live on uh, on the stream. Um, but my last question: uh, If you were to go back in time and meet your younger self, just when you started uh, playing guitar before you switched to bass, and and you'd give your your younger self one piece of advice for the for the journey ahead, one piece of advice that can uh, that that you've learned along the way, what would you tell your younger self? Um, believe in yourself, because that was that was the the thing which is lacking in me because i always always been um i feel always degraded i feel that i don't have this i don't have much talent and i don't have much belief belief in myself over on all the things that i've been doing especially in terms to music so maybe yeah that's it i think that's really important for you to really grow and mature as a musician and be yourself while you're on the stage because if you have confidence and if you believe in yourself you will shine like like you know it's going to be really natural so i think that's what i wanted to that's the thing that i wanted to say if i have the chance to go back on 
the past on my younger self. <laughs> that and is also absolutely... maybe for the younger generations who are and for everyone else exactly. I kind of music. I kind of use that question to uh, to to tell everyone that's uh, that's tuning in that's just starting out. That's the way I kind of mm-hmm. spice it up. That um, what would you tell yourself? And a lot of people in the uh, in the chat kind of uh, get get to learn from it. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Barnett is in the house. Uh, keen to catch a show when the restrictions lift. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Chris. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, girl, you are so talented from Sandy. Uh, Fatal Kwam is uh, the, the, the band is uh, tuning in. Uh, thank you so much to everyone and to you, Adnan, for the support. Hashtag respect from Han. And uh, with that sentiment, with believe in yourself, with, uh, you know, uh, 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 be yourself and, sh- and you will shine. We will end this episode. Thank you so much, Loanne, for uh, for being here. I was it was a, an amazing conversation. We're almost hitting two hours here, guys. Um, so we've been here for for a second. Um, it was amazing, and I, I seriously can't wait for for everything to open up and for you guys uh, to start playing shows again because it's one of my favorites uh, I've I've seen in a very long time. Yep, yep. Hopefully, hopefully. But um, I feel like with the UA is. Um, work in progress over the, the virus they're really doing a good job so really thanks thank you Dubai for the government that at least we are keeping it well uh, we are the cases of the people who are getting better are really increasing so that's that's a good sign yeah absolutely and everyone out there stay safe and and for for yep. those that uh, that sure. tuned in a little late n- not only is this woman uh, a badass on the base and has an amazing band she's also a nurse uh, in the covid department in the covid center here in the uae so i'm gonna i'm gonna thank you again so much for for your time thank you for hanging out with me um thank you to everyone in the tribe you guys are, are amazing you. as always um, if you don't already uh, follow the page, follow the uh, the unmuted show. Uh, we do three episodes a week, and uh, we talk to interesting people from all all around the world about uh, about creative things and and the things they do. Um, and uh, stick around. Uh, there might or might not be an after hours sometime later tonight. So if you hit that uh, that notification bell, you'll you'll get notified about the mystical after hours that no one knows <laughs> when when it comes out. And um, yeah. We're we're gonna end with uh, with the song "Final Grief," uh, the music video from uh, by Fatal Kwam, and uh, and I'll see you guys in uh, in, a, in a day or two. What what day is it today? I don't even. Fifteenth. Uh, yeah, it's fifteen. I'll see you on the seventeenth, guys. I'll see you on the seventeenth. <laughs> Thanks again, Luin. Alright, thanks again for bringing me here to show. Thank you so much. Cheers, guys. And guys, while the music video plays, as always, fire emojis if you dig what you hear. Fire that shit up. See you guys.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Fatal Quam with Final Grief. Thank you guys for sticking around. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, shout out to Luane for, for everything, uh, for the conversation, everything she's done for the show. Um, shout out to the tribe, everyone in the comments. Like I said, if you guys are new here, uh, make sure you hit follow on, on Unmuted on this page. It's just called Adnan. It's my name. Um, and and you know music and we do a bunch of stuff uh, over at uh, uh, the Discord channel. Uh, we even have a uh, a little radio station set up there where we play uh, local bands and and local uh, all kinds of music. But we we focus on uh, on the local stuff as well. Um, yeah, so so shout out to you guys uh, and we'll see you guys on on Wednesday. Thank you guys for tuning in. There. We gotta hit the intro. We gotta. We got. See, I got this new. Uh, I got this new uh, stream deck. Shout out to Ahmed Munir for the stream deck. But I, I didn't figure it out properly. <laughs> um, Dan, Luane, um, Alan, Sahar, uh, Sunil, Khalid, uh, Matsum, uh, Mukex, uh, Jan, Sahar. Everybody in the house. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you guys soon.